It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I'm Brother L. D. Azobra, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. Today, we will do a continuation of part two. Rapper, who is my son, Kayeen White, could go by the name of Yeen. I've been in the rap game now going on one year, and I was kind of concerned. And I've been thinking about it for a while and, you know, contemplating on, you know, how we're going to have this discussion. <laughs> Just happened to be listen, looking at the local TV the other day. It must have been about a week or two ago. And I saw someone I had a chance to meet and get to know, uh, Angela Bassett, uh, talk about her son being a rapper. She says, you know, she wanted him to get into rapping, or both her children get into rapping, that she have twins. Uh, but Angela, whose husband is my main man, Courtney Van, uh, who really, I think, is a wonderful individual. But she said she wanted her children to get into rapping because of getting into music because it's a, good, it's a good form of expression. That's where they can express themselves through music, and that's the way I begin to look at it with my son. You know, he's in, he got into the, the rapping game, and he's something he enjoys. He's doing uh, doing well at it. We happen to have a discussion. That conversation led into another conversation, like what's going on in the community. That's the question we are asking right now. What is going on with the violence, the killing, the anger? The, uh, the suicide rates, the shot up, everything just happening that is negative that is affecting the community all over and affecting everyone. But so you need, we need to figure out what we need to do as, as uh, people in the community, leaders in the community, just everyone in the community to come together and figure out to see how we can bring this to a head. And I have to be talking with my son, Yin, about this matter. And I want you to hear what he had to say. This young man was very, very impressive. And he even closed the conversation with a powerful song, rap song that he created on the spot just for, uh, for you to hear. So I want to move this conversation forward. And I want you to hear what this young man, Yin, has to say about what's going on in the community. With no more need to be said, let's move forward and let's bring on Brother Yin, welcome to Count Time. Well, I know also, you know, let everybody know you've been, last year you became a, uh, a rapper, about a year ago, not quite a year ago. You went to the studio, started to the studio for your birthday last year. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had been a couple times before that, but like the first time I know for real made a, made a song, song, you know, that I actually, you know, I went in there like seriously trying to make one. Yeah. And you made that just not not one and about two months later, how many songs you had? Probably about twenty. You know, about two months you had you had twenty songs. Mm-hmm. So every time you went to the studio you came out with a song. Mm-hmm. Well you got a natural gift for talent for that then. And and we need to utilize your gift and talents that you got. Because you know how to express yourself, but it's the insight that I'm listening to and looking at that I hear that I am so, uh, now I ain't going to say surprise because I know your, the depth of you 
the insight that you brought forward today that you got me thinking on a whole nother level uh, by you sitting here at a young age. But you know, you know, when you go back and read history, the most people that done the great things were young people. Most people that led society were young people. Old people got to get out the way. <laughs> but the young people now, they're leading towards destruction. Maybe you might be the one who can lead towards life, although your songs kind of live more hardcore, what they call hardcore rap. How how'd you get into hardcore rap? Well, when you make, I make songs about, you know, experiences, you know, uh, how I feel, you know, um, what I've done, what I what I want to do, you know, stuff like that. So you know, um, I'm not I'm not saying you know I'm no saint or no savior, you know, just because you know I got a certain perspective on stuff and I think of stuff a certain way. I'm not I don't rap about. I might have some stuff in there, you know, about you know dealing with violence and you know stuff like that, but that's not who I am. That's a feeling. That's an emotion. That's a reaction. That's how I reacted to something, you know. Somebody, somebody come walk in here and slap me in my face right now. I don't know how I'm gonna react. So you know, when I make songs, you know, when I go in there and make a song, you know, it's a, it's some, you know, about how I felt. Some of them might be happy, like you know, on dance. Some of them might be a little more serious, you know. You know, talking about life, talking about you know feelings, because you know, as a person, you know, people, we all. We all got feelings, you know, we got emotions. For how you react off that emotion in that time, that's completely up to you. So, you know, when I make songs, you know, everything not peaches and cream, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going there and rap about, oh, I'm finna, I'm finna go buzz this, this nigga head, I'm finna go do this, I'm finna go do that, I'ma kill him, you know. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, you might feel like that. You know, it's times you know where I where I felt like that. You know where I you know where I feel like that sometimes. But you know, music is is an emotion uh, emotional art. It's gonna be more real. Is you could feel it more. Like even if it is talking about something bad, everybody got them emotions inside them. Everybody you know they get angry. You know, so it's a way to, to get stuff off off my heart. You know, just to say it out loud. I say, can't be, you can't be a monkey in the middle. You got to pick a side. Because what a monkey in the middle do? You know, and I said, still holding back these tears that I never cried. Can't forgive or forget. I already tried. So now I'm out just spinning. Category five. So me describe. So I'm going to say it one more time. Can't be monkey in the middle. Got to pick a side. Still holding back these tears that I never cried. Can't forgive and forget I already tried. Now I'm out just spinning. Category five. What I just described, what, what you take from that, what I just said? You're going through some things. You got a lot going on in your mind. But crying won't resolve anything. So you hadn't cried about it, but it created more hostile 
feelings in you that's building up. So Category 5, like a hurricane, is the most powerful hurricane. Mm. Can't forgive or a tornado. Tornado. Yeah. Can't forgive and forget. I already tried. It's not my spending. Category 5. So, what I just described, I just described what every rapper say, but I described the emotions behind it. Most people, so if you if you if you talking about holding back tears that you never cried, can't forgive and forget, I already tried. When you when you ex if you don't know how to express like the actual emotion part, what that's gonna turn into? You want to go kill this person, right? You might you ki you killing this person, okay. right? You you might you might actually you you could probably go do it because of what I just described. Cause you ain't gonna just do it for no reason. It's emotions behind that, something that got you there. So, you know, that's where it come from. That's where the anger and the violence come from, from emotion. That's why most, like a lot of rap be talking about, you know, killing, you know, this and that, doing this and that. I could relate to that because I know the feelings that build up to that. I know the emotions and what it, how angry and how upset you get, whatever, whatever the case may be that build up to that. But I'm not gonna promote I'm not going to promote going to do it. You know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not going to say do it. I'm not going to say don't do it. Cuz you know that's completely up to you. That's what I can't tell you whether to do it or don't do it. That's up to you, right? Cuz that you might hit at the end of the day I tell you don't do this. Uh you know, he said it, but you know he ain't been through it. I've been through. You know. So he don't know how I feel. So, you know, um with the proper foundation, you are taught how to control reactions, emotions, as best you can. Everything mm -hmm. you think you can't do it, mm -hmm. you don't. Re you don't. You don't react to it. Matter of fact, I tell people all the time: if somebody's sitting here talking to me, to come talk to me about somebody. Oh, I don't like so and so. I don't like. I don't like so and so. This so and so that. I said, man. So and so must so and so they got they got you. I ain't got me. Yeah, they controlling you. Your whole conversation is about who about them. So evidently they got more power over you than you think they got. So we gotta learn how to control ourselves, because we can't control nobody else. Mm -hmm. You can't control nobody. That's those are the found part of the foundation and roots that we are laid that the only person you can't control is you. Yourself. And that's a that's a full time job. And our young people today, they are totally, I guess, out of control, or they ain't control, but they lose their control. And young people now, you know, they, they get frustrated easily, quicker, faster than what we did coming up. Cause we went through a whole lot. We, I mean, we went through, like, I'm at the age where, you know, you, you know, we was, couldn't go on this side of the, the tracks. We couldn't go into this store. We couldn't go into this place because of just because of the color of our skin. And so we was fighting against those things that mm -hmm. people made you feel less than a human being, not even a man, just less than a human being. Now those barriers, for the most part, are being are being removed. But the people uh, turn against each other. What it looks like. If that's what that. Can I say it that way? I mean, it's all, bro. It's all, cause you know, 
So you know, I mean, we we from a place. You know, we from South Louisiana. You from Franklin, Louisiana. I'm from ba I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But all of you know, all of right there in a two three hour radius of each other, right? So we from a place where you know, it's it's, it's a lot of poverty. Still a lot of racism, stuff like that, right? And you know, it's a lot of dysfunctional families, you know, you know, children, parents being in jail. You know, y'all was in jail. You know, you and my mom was in jail. So, you know, children now, they gotta grow up a lot faster. They're pushed to grow up a lot faster than I feel like y'all were. So like kinda, they kinda come and they just thrown out there. Now they gotta learn. They gotta learn on their own. They gotta learn how to control their emotions. And you know, you got some people that's strong enough to learn how to do that on their own. It might take a while, you know, probably get older, but you got some people that's strong enough to learn how to do that. And you got some people that need a little more guidance when it comes to stuff like that. So, you know, I feel like, you know, that and being a like being a child book, you know, most of these people, most of these dudes, you know. Between 15 and, and, well, between 12 and 25. So you still developing at that age. So I feel like, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, kids not able to be kids as long as they want to be kids anymore. They got to grow up and stuff faster. And, you know, when you just hit the ground running like that, you ain't learned everything yet. You don't know everything yet. You just know what you see. And in being from Ben Rouge, you see, you go, to, you go to school, bro. Like, you going to school. Going to school, bro. Going to school out there is almost like being on a, on a prison yard. Like, you know, you got people. It's just, it's hostile. You know, everybody, people don't, they don't hate each other. They just mad at everything. They mad, they mad they daddy in jail. They mad they mama don't got money to buy them shoes and clothes like that. You know, like, um, I used to get upset about stuff like that. You know, I go to school, I see people with new shoes on, new this on, new that on, cell phones, this, and I'm like, damn, why I don't got this? You know, can't afford it right now. You know, we gotta put money other places, right? We gotta maintain a living. As a child, I I I, under, I eventually understood that you know like I think to myself like so I understood you know that you know my mama my dad and they not they they can't they not doing this because they don't want to do it they can't do it at this time you know right so some children might you know some children might take that as you know I don't care about that I'm finna go do it. I'm finna go get it myself. You know, type deal. So, when that happens, that's when you know the other stuff like that. When you start getting to selling drugs, you know, then you know when you start selling drugs, you know, you start getting a little money. Nah, this person want to jack you, right? This person wants your money. So now this person, him and three other dudes, plot to hit a lick on you, right? So they could take what you got. So now, what that make you do? Now you like, bro, this dude, I, I, I came out of this, you know, I might, I might not win work to no white man job, but you know, it, bro, America built on selling drugs.
every since almost the dawn of time. Like of course, like resources, like food, water, but under food, like stuff you need, drugs is the next biggest thing that put people in business, right? Drugs makes billions and trillions and trillions of dollars. Don't nothing else make money like that. So, you know, when you start selling drugs, basically when you start selling drugs, somebody come rob you, right? Somebody rob out your money, what's the first thing you gonna go do? You remember, you told me um, one um, one um, our cousins robbed you before, right? Not with that at gunpoint. Not at gunpoint. <laughs> but he robbed you, yeah. and you know who did it. What yeah. you want to do when he robbed you? What, what you what you what you told me? I want to get back at it. So, but how old were you when this happened? I was a grown man. Exactly. So imagine fifteen year old having a fifteen year old. He he. You can ride him. He gotta go stay back with his mama now. Oh, he probably stay with mama, but he begging his mama. I just can't buy him no new shoes no more. He can't do what he want to do. He had plans for money. He trying to grow. Now you know. So he like, man, I'm gonna go get my stuff back, or I'm gonna go get something out of that situation. So guess what? He go pick up a gun and he go shoot the people who robbed him. So now the people who robbed him, they cousins like, oh, they killed my cousin. They brother like, oh, you killed my brother. So guess what happened? Go kill him. And now it's an everlasting war. So it's like, I feel like it's the children having to grow up real early and be put in situations that they're not ready to be put in yet. What you telling me, what I'm hearing, that the village have failed our youth. The village is not there to I mean, yeah, but, you know, that's probably what the white people wanted because you got to think about it. We, you know, they born, we born into that. We don't got no, born, you born into that. That's all you know, you know. So. So my, so my just surviving? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it, it become, you know, at, at that age, bro, you're not supposed to be thinking about Survival, 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 survival. You're supposed to be learning. But if you 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old and all you can all you all you worry about is your survival, like when wild animals, when what they gotta do to survive? You got to hunt. They gotta hunt, they gotta kill, they gotta they gotta stand their ground, they gotta protect their territory. So it's the same thing with people. If you, it's like, if a, if a, put it for instance, a dog born in a house with a, with a family, what that dog gotta do? Nothing. Okay. So, you bring, you bring, now you bring that dog that ain't gotta do nothing. You put that dog in the wild with these other dogs that grew up in the wild. Some of them didn't, you know, with, so when it's when a, when a dog when when animals born in the wild, you might got a little about five cubs or whatever, right? How many of them cubs actually make it to be a grown to be grown? Uh, only a few. Only the strongest ones survive, right? So them same we've been put in a situation where them same rules apply in our community at this time. Only the strong survive. So you know. 
it's the same thing. Like they just out there, out there surviving, but like you know, cause you know you, your your mama had you when she eight, 17, 18 years old. She's still a baby, you know. So she a baby with a baby. So she don't she don't you know she ain't all the way yet. So you know you growing up with her, but she still trying to find her way. And you get to a certain age where she's still trying to find her way. So now you like, I got I gotta try to find my way too. My mom, my mom ain't, you know, she ain't she ain't even stable. So I gotta find a way to be stable. And that's when you get involved in all other stuff. I mean, you know, that's like where extracurricular activity come in, you know, playing sports. It give you it give you something to do. But that's what I was saying. See, I feel like back in the in the day. The man was like, you know, one male probably was like the leader of the pack, right? Or the leader of everybody else. So they all, he he did everything to make sure everybody else was was good. You know, and sometimes that meant, but like when you think about it, but something that still meant having to, probably having to kill, having to, sometimes having to steal. So I feel like we put on the earth well. Stuff is limited to us and we feel like we need more so you try to go get more and when you try to go get more that's when it leads to all the other stuff lead to chaos what, what you're saying too is that okay we, are we talking about just the necessities of life or are we talking about they want to like you talking about the new Jordan the new this the new that so now People want more than what they can, like say, afford. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants a good life now. But you know, you looking at some, you 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 looking at people who can afford it. And like I said, you gotta realize, bro, you still young at this age. Like you know, when it started, when that started going to my like with with that type of stuff, I was probably still almost elementary school. Probably, I was, I was in elementary school when you know. I started being like, I want this, I want that. I can't get this because my people can't get this for me. So I feel like I can, I might go get it by myself. I feel like because you see others with it and you know, they just like you, they look like you, you know, y'all got the same skin color. Cause if I see a white person with a, with some, I ain't gonna care, right? I'm like, oh, they white, they got money. They both have that, right? But if I see a black person with it, I'm going I'm like, dang, how you got that? You know? <laughs> Like, what, what you doing with all this new stuff, you know? So, I mean, you got the mindset, oh, they they supposed to be like me. They supposed to be struggling like me. So since they not struggling like me, I'm going to go take from them and let them see how I feel, you know, stuff like that, bro. So, so you're telling me, well, it's okay for other folks to have it. I'm t- but but, but people, people look like you ain't supposed to have. When you were young, if a white person if a white person had some expense, you ain't think twice about it, right? Uh, I guess some sometimes I did. Like you know, they get all the nice stuff. We don't. That's the way I looked at it. Very few of us had anything. Exactly. But if a, if you see a black person that lived down the street from you, right, and they got all this stuff going in, now what you gonna think? Dang, how they getting? How they getting it? We, I live five minutes from them. They getting all this, this stuff. What they doing different? I mean, so and because of that, we think we supposed to go get it from them. That's like the, the, I don't know, bro. Just like that brings me to what to what what conversation I had last week, 
and regarding the community and how the church needs to step up, step out to help the community, what I call it, uh, the God team, the rapid response team, and need to help uh, bring those particularly young people into the light but you but like you saying they they just need they need need help and they're gonna take a soul to save a soul mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now as a young man you in your 20s and you see what's going on in, in the community you see what's going on around you how would you suggest or how what or what means you see of helping to bring the community to where it should be yeah, I mean, most of the time, you know, anything that happened, you know, that regard is usually out of hate. Most of the time out of hate and jealousy and envy. Those three things. So what can the other soul do to interfere, intervene with mm -hmm. the jealousy, hate, those type of things that going on in the community? God said, I will, I will send you a comforter who will lead and guide you to all truth. So that's another soul. Mm -hmm. And we waiting on God Himself to do it, and He gonna do it through us. Many of the souls are out there, what you call it, not by choice. A lot of them probably are, but a lot of them are not. They are followers. They are they're searching. They're looking for peace and happiness. And they're looking for more money. Uh, a better place, or some of us. Now you got those who just didn't giving up. We all looking for answers. All looking for answers out here on how to help. Now, that, now you know people use that term. It's like our people are like crab in a barrel. Crab in a bucket. In a bucket or barrel. And crab we, and, in a bucket. And, and, and what that scenario is? What 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 they mean by? In the bucket. So you, you get some, you get you get a little something going for yourself, you get some money, you, you start doing good for yourself. They like sure you they see you going to the top of the bucket, you finna get out the bucket. So they trying to grab you and pull you back down into the bucket with them. But you know, there's a reason why the crabs do that. Why you think? Mm -hmm. Because it's not in their natural environment. A crab is in the water. There's plenty of room. Yeah, to it's trying to get out the bucket. So you take you take a crab, put it take it out of, out of its natural environment, yeah, and trying, put it in something different. Mm -hmm, trying to get out the bucket, trying to go back where it come from. So maybe that might be something with us too. We're not in our natural environment. You, tell, you, you took a group of people who's not in a natural environment. You tell them to survive. That that that, that makes sense. So we are like that with those crabs. We want to go back to our natural environment. Mm -hmm. A place that, that flow with milk and honey, but we can't go but back there. Like, yeah, I've like read that back to you. Got you got a dog born in the house that getting fed every day. Don't got to worry about missing no meals. Dog getting dog fat and lazy, sleeping around, and go to sleep all day. You got a stray dog outside that got to go in the trash can for food, and you know got to got to got to get it how I live every day. And what so that. This dog and that dog gonna have two different perspectives on everything. If you used to having to get, if you used to having to get a lot of stuff, bro, without no help, and you used to having to do a lot of stuff without help with nobody, you know, I mean, you might, you might got like a few, like you might, you know, you might got a couple dog friends that run with you. 
you know that, that y'all get stuff together, you know y'all help each other out. But when the dog with when that dog when you put that dog that's a house dog, you, you put him outside, put his food bowl outside, them dogs that stray gonna come take his food. <laughs> they shoot, but it's an easy meal for us. So you think that's where we get that slang from? That's my dog? <laughs> that's my dog. Like Scooby. <laughs> so everybody must be covered, man. That's my dog. Yeah. You run with me, huh? You run with me. Yeah, my dog. You run with me. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's so, so we done reduce a human being a soul to a dog. I know it's supposed to be a metaphoric or mm -hmm. a type thought process. Now, it, it was pretty good, son. You did a great job. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed that. I think that you had a very good, a very interesting perspective of uh, life, uh, growing up, how young people, the village, have not responded to the needs of the community. So village, that's the, that we call it in the old days, the elders. We need to do a better job. We need to figure out what, need to have, what we need to do to help our community. We don't need to be living in fear. We need to figure this thing on how to uh, take our young people out of the darkness into the marvelous light. And Brother uh, Kane, what's your rapper name? Yeen. How you spell it? Y-E-E-N. Y-E-E-N. How can it get to your music they want to hear? I just go wherever on all platforms, uh, YouTube, Apple Music, whatever, N-W-E, Yeen, Y-E-E-N, two, N-W-E, one word, Yeen, one word. All right, so uh, you going to bring us out with, uh, not, let me see, can you create a, a song, a rap song, I know you, you say you can do it off the cuff. Off the flap. Off the flap. They call it off the flap. Now my day they call it off the cuff. You can, uh, let me see, one dealing with the soul, the spirit of soul and the, and the darkness. Can you, do, can you do something with that? Let me, let me see. Like that. right now? Yeah, you say, you, you say that's what you do, huh? <laughs> that beat is horrible, but I'd rather go acapella than that, but no. But so what I'm supposed to be rapping about again? About the soul, about the man, about the community, bringing them out of darkness to the light. See, 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 we, want, we want to see if you got, you got some flow with you. Okay. Firm is nothing but darkness. We all trying to live. I don't know, bro. I got. I be punching in, so this is what I do. I say one thing, not think, not say another thing. It's easy when the beat good, but I go, I can put, bro. So let me start, up, bro. I, what I said first, where I'm from. It's just darkness. We're just trying to live. And we're still trying to go to the light, but there's no light to give. <laughs> uh, trying to save a soul. That's just how it is. But these dudes trying to put them under so they can't even see their kids. We out here day by day trying to make a way. But sometimes it'd be hard. It's a price to pay. Mm -hmm. The price could be a life to find your way. Uh, it's tough, bro. I'm in a spot like this, bro. I'm like, it's like poetry. Yeah. But one day we're going to come out and find a light.
So just stay, stay firm and stay patient and then live your life. But if you go down the same road, you're gonna get the same results. But we was young and they know no better, so it's not our fault. As we learn and get older, we put it together. I remember back in ninth grade, I was saying I was about whatever. As I got older, I realized that it didn't matter. I'm trying to hold all these emotions, but it's gonna burst like a full bladder. Wake up in the middle of the night, you hear that rat-a-tatter. That's the sound of them guns. But I climbed the ladder. You gotta think about their mamas. Take their kid from them and make them sadder. Cause you gonna either be the one dead or in jail. So what happened after? You always gonna lose if you stand for nothing. But you gonna win if you persevere. I'm trying to think like the head, but I'm stuck in the river. You ain't been through what I've been through. Come see my point of view. All this stuff I did, you think I wanted to? I didn't really want to do it. I feel like I had to. That was probably your mama's greatest moments when she had you. So don't make her disappointed by falling in the darkness. Just put down a gun and fight. You don't got to spark it. Because once you're gone, ain't no coming back. And that's for both sides, not just the one in the pack. We are the same color, so think about your brother before you do something stupid and I all hate one another. And I know it'd be hard, it was the same for me, but I stopped back and looked and it came to me. And this whole thing we call life, it ain't the same to me. Every day I'm dreaming about how some fame would be. But at the end of the day, the fame don't really matter. It's about what you did while you was here. That's what really matter. Will a thousand people know my name or just one person? You still gonna feel fulfilled if you do your purpose. So with that being said, strive to do better. So I ain't gonna tell you whether to pick up a book or pick up the Beretta. Whatever you feel is best for you, and go ahead and do it. But just think, is it the light or the dark influence? And I'm done. That's by Ying. <laughs> Thank you, Ying, for joining us today, for your true insightfulness, your true enlightenment. And that's what Count Time is all about, bringing, the, bringing people into the light and to awaken those who are civilly dead, civilly and spiritually dead. So we'd like to thank uh, Brother Cayenne White for being here, uh, who really had a true, as a young man, have a true, and pers uh, one true and a wonderful perspective of uh, life uh, and darkness. And I just had to, I admire him, I truly do. And thank you for being here, Brother Cayenne. Thank you for being on Countdown. My pleasure. Man can shackle the hands. Man can shackle the feet. But only you can shackle the mind. The mind is always free to travel wherever you dare to take it. Welcome to Countdown.